Hello, and welcome to another episode of Health Affairs This Week. I'm Jessica Bylander. And I'm Leslie Erdelak. So there was plenty of breaking news this week, um, but a piece of health policy news that Leslie and I were really excited to talk about is the reintroduction of a package of bills known as the Black Maternal Health Momnibus Act. Leslie, this isn't the first time we've seen the bills, many of the bills in this package, right? First things first, Momnibus. (laughs) I mean, well done. It's a great name. Um, But you're right. It's almost identical to a piece of legislation that was introduced last year, right at the start of the COVID-19 pandemic. So it did not advance successfully, but this time around, there are some notable additions bringing the total number of bills to 12, up from the nine that were originally introduced, um, and each one was put forward by a member of the Black Maternal Health Caucus. Yeah, you have to feel for anything that was kind of introduced or or began before the pandemic because it really just ended up getting lost in the shuffle. So I'm glad glad to see it again. Um, The act is just hugely important. Um, As we know, about 700 women die in the U.S. every year as a result of pregnancy or delivery complications. And Black mothers, Indigenous mothers, Latina mothers, and other mothers of color are just far higher to die of pregnancy-related causes than white mothers. And we also know it it isn't about income or education um, because the data show that a Black woman with a college education, for instance, is still more likely to die than a white woman with only a high school diploma. Um, So just hugely important topic. Uh, Leslie, what stood out to you in the package? I think before I answer that, I I do want to say that I think it's encouraging that congressional leaders decided to bring their attention back to this legislation because, you know, it's an imperative, really, that we look at this issue and we ask why we've fallen so short, you know, why we've failed, frankly, to protect so many pregnant women and new moms. There is an important bill in this package called the Impact to Save Moms Act that deals with health insurance coverage for pregnant and postpartum women. Part of the focus is on promoting continuous coverage for moms from the start of their pregnancies through the entire year-long postpartum period and maybe even longer in some cases. And this is really critical because Medicaid covers about half of all births in the U.S. and Even though there are some rules in place to help pregnant women qualify for Medicaid, coverage can run out 60 days after birth in some states, even though a significant share of the pregnancy-related deaths that we're talking about occur after delivery. So over 50% actually happen in that postpartum period up to a year after pregnancy. So by losing coverage, in those months following delivery when mom and baby are still so vulnerable and the last thing she needs is to be thinking about how do I switch between insurance plans? It's problematic for several reasons, um, but it also puts mom's health in jeopardy if she's not able to get follow-up care that she might need, particularly if there were complications during the pregnancy or she has a chronic health condition that puts her at higher risk for pregnancy-related complications in the future. 
So extending coverage for this group of women isn't a new proposal by any means. The issue's been studied before in the context of Medicaid expansion, where you see higher rates of Medicaid coverage and fewer women who are uninsured postpartum in these expansion states. And at the journal, we've published work that explains why the need for healthcare doesn't just end two months after childbirth and that having continuous health insurance is just so much an integral piece, not only for a healthy pregnancy, but also for the period after the baby is born. Um, when the real fun begins, at least, you know, that's what my mom friends tell me. Um, and the other development to watch is the COVID-19 relief package, which of course is moving through Congress and it's um, in the House version. There are a couple of provisions aimed at expanding eligibility and federal payments for Medicaid. There's also language included in the committee's recommendations to extend Medicaid eligibility for pregnant women, pushing it to that 12 months postpartum. So we'll soon see how that unfolds as part of the reconciliation process. Um, there's a markup happening as we speak. Um, but there's a lot more to break down in the Momnibus Act, right? Yeah, there are so many important bills in this package. You know, some address the perinatal workforce, others address data issues. Um, so one I'll highlight is the Moms Matter Act. So data show that one of the leading causes of um, these kind of rates of pregnancy-related death are mental health conditions. So those are things like postpartum depression, which we hear a lot about, but also things like postpartum psychosis, which um, I actually just learned about last year when a friend um, was diagnosed with it. So the Moms Matter Act, which is within the Momnibus, would invest in programs to um, support moms with mental health conditions and also substance use disorders. And it would also put money towards growing the workforce, the mental health and behavioral health care workforce um, for moms. So particularly diversifying the workforce would be important. I know, you know, having a provider of color, if you're a person of color, can go a long ways especially with your something sensitive like a mental health condition. Um, so I'd also urge listeners to look toward our October issue of Health Affairs, where we'll be publishing a bunch of papers on this really important topic of perinatal mental health. Um, and Leslie, you mentioned there are a few new bills in the Momnibus that weren't in the previous version. So what are those going to be? What are those focused on? Yeah, and I just, I, for a second, I, I love what you said about the Moms Matter Act, and I want to reinforce what you said. I, I appreciate the focus there on, specifically on the mental and behavioral health workforce, because, you know, we're facing such a shortage of physicians here in the U.S., and so that pool of OBGYNs and midwives and other practitioners is pretty small, I think, relative to the number of births. And so to kind of get that holistic model of care and to bring in the mental health piece, you need to bring in people who can serve alongside some of those maternity care providers. And so I thought that was great. But the three additional bills that made it into Momnibus 2.0, I think they're really, in many ways, a reflection of the times and of some of the challenges that are immediately in front of us. One of the new bills has to do with climate change and some new data that came out around heat and air pollution 
and preterm birth. So the Protecting Moms and Babies Against Climate Change Act includes a list of items to address environmental threats and the associated health risks for pregnant and postpartum women. The two other bills are related to pregnancy and COVID-19. One would fund more programs to increase maternal vaccination rates, um, and the other is a bit more expansive, and it focuses on maternal health outcomes during the pandemic, but also beyond, um, with an emphasis on disparities, uh, which of course dovetails with the new administration's commitment to racial equity. Yes, and you mentioning the um, climate change bill that they've added just brings back the memory of um, a couple years ago during the wildfires in California where the air quality was just so poor. I had a, a few friends who were pregnant at the time, and I know one ended up flying to the East Coast just because of concerns of, of the impact of those of that poor air quality on pregnancy, while others were wearing those really intense face masks. So um, there's just so much we don't know about the topic, and um, and it's and it's going to continue to become more and more pressing as climate change effects are seen more and more. Um, but as you mentioned, you know, um, there have been some new initiatives intended to advance racial equity by the Biden administration kind of right out of the gate. And one of the newer developments is that on Wednesday, the president announced several members of the COVID-19 Health Equity Task Force, and that's being chaired by Marcella Nunes-Smith of Yale, who we know well at the journal. Um, so we'll see to what extent this task force is going to address issues related to COVID-19 and maternal health and Black maternal health, but very promising that the task force exists in the first place. And there's a lot, I think, that needs to happen to um, address those systemic causes of these inequities and, you know, including those that we see in the maternal mortality rates. So it's, it's a welcome announcement for sure. So Leslie, you know, what does it mean that this bill has been reintroduced? Is it, you know, can we expect it to, to be passed anytime soon? What, what, what are the next steps on this one? I feel like we say this all the time, but the path to law remains really unclear. I think, yes. again, lawmakers are optimistic, you know, with um, the newly Democratic Senate and the White House that we're going to see some movement on this. But who really knows? So as we know, you know, introduction of a bill is just the first step. There's, you know, a long road ahead, but um, we'll be watching this and, and we're optimistic that hopefully it won't get overshadowed again and, and we'll continue to move through Congress. Great. Well, that's all the time we have, but I'll leave you with this. Putting aside Momnibus, which we've established is kind of the best name ever, I think the substance of these bills is even better, and that's what's really important. So let's hope we see some movement in the right direction, Jess. For more content, check out Health Affairs This Week wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a review, share this episode with a friend, and we'll see you next week. Thanks. Bye.